following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to another episode of the panel discussion. Your home for pop culture and comic book talk every single week, right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, and I'm here alongside Smitty. Schmitty's here. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, here to talk about some good comic, a lot of comic book news this week. Lots of stuff to cover. Big pop culture week for us. Yeah, yeah. And here, smiling ear to ear, it is the. Grand return. This man has retired more, uh, disappeared to come back more than Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan combined. And yeah. Terry Funk. And Terry, oh, and man, Terry that's, Funk. That's a yeah. lot. Of- Terry Funk has uh, uh, retired and came back <laughs> more times than uh, than our dear friend Johnny Puma. Nothing is better than Chainsaw Charlie. And Uncle Chris. I do love Chainsaw Charlie. Yeah, that's right. I'm Porcupine Jones. I'm here. And I'm a, I'm a naughty Porcupine. <laughs> Careful, careful with my quills. You might get pricked. <laughs> At least you're back. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good. Oh, oh no. Yes, 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 Mr. Jones. It's very nice to have you back. You see, you see. Uh, well, it's good to be back, Baron. It's nice to see you. Yes. Your yes. mustache is looking uh, amazing, as always. Very well trimmed, very groob, groomed, nice. Uh, your smoking jacket looks wonderful, very nice and well pressed. Don't butter me up, Porcupine Jones. You see, you see, contrary to your beliefs, I'm actually quite glad that you're here today. On the oh, is that so? Yes, 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 very much so. And yeah. And I trust me, it's not because I've missed your childish mode of conversation, but you see, my wit like a sharp knife, can become sharper with friction against something dull, such as your wit or a granite block, you see. (laughs) Matthew, Schmitty, gentlemen as you are, I have not had to exercise my razor-sharp tongue against thee, but you, porcupine Jones, you Neanderthal, you shall feel the brunt of my rage, shall it be provoked. Yes, the only exercising you need to do is some push-ups. I've seen your arms. They're very felt, soft, and uh, squeezable. Yes. Yeah, that's the speak of an anti-puppite, you see. Are you I... doing the whole, like, the strongest muscles my brain bit? Yes. Yes, you see. It's also the most erogenous. <laughs> <laughs> wow, porcupine, you're not wrong. Yeah, the brain is Stimulate the, biggest, the brain. Yeah, it's the biggest sexual yeah. uh, organ in the body. He's not wrong. It sends, it sends a message down to my pee-pee. When I see something that's all right on the eyes. Yes, your mushy <laughs> member in your trousers. Hmm? How's the circulation down there, Mr. Jones? Oh, it's, quite, it's quite fine, thank you. No, yes, yes. I bet it is. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? Dude, I'm, I'm great, man. I'm just, glad I'm, I'm, just, I'm just happy to be here, even though uh, I'm with the old uh, burn over here. You shut your mouth. I'm glad you're here, and I shall exercise my wit and my conversational skills against thee if necessary. We need to exercise these demons right now between us, man. 
you are my nemesis. A worthy adversary, yes. Well, I mean, every Batman needs a Joker, I guess, folks. I mean, we got Baron and we got Porcupine. So wait, 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 what's going on here? Is Porcupine the Joker or is Baron the Batman? Am am I the Batman? It doesn't matter. Ying Yang. Yeah, yeah. Some people view Joker as the Oh, you and I are two sides of a coin, Baron. This is very mild, so I'm glad you guys are kind of getting along, and and, you know everything's kind of okay today. It's it's, not the best, playful banter, sure. Playful, but yes, we'll we'll roll with that. Yeah, we'll roll with that. I Uh, hate you, porcupine. Oh, oh, here we go, Baron. Baron. Well, we just we just walked out the door. He might come back. Who knows? He just had to end with that. I guess. I I guess guess so. so. All right, let him have a last. Let's take this chance to get some news in because we do have a lot. Yeah, let's take the chance right now, right off the bat. Let's talk about Loki. Wow. Yes. Let's heavy, talk he- about Loki. Heavy hitter. Here we go. There is so much going on there and so many little hidden things around every single turn. And there is so much to talk about that I don't even know where to start. Where do we start? I, I hope they answer them all, unlike WandaVision. Uh, agreed. And uh, I, I, I think they will. I, I, so. I, I really I think so. that I think there's so much thought into was, this one. It was definitely an uh, uh, exposition-heavy episode. I feel they yeah. they took uh, an hour of time and they took 2012 Loki and they turned him into 2019 Loki very in quickly. an hour. Yeah, did very you, quickly. Did you have issues with that? No, I didn't because it made sense. Because like, they're the same person. First, when I watched yeah. it the first yeah. time, I was like, ooh. But then we, we really got like a look at who Loki is. Like, well, well, it made it, sense. It, like, like, Matt, if someone shows you your future... And you're like, shit, I did that stuff? That happened because of this or that or the other thing? It's going to change you. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, oh, seeing for his, sure. his yeah, mom it does. Die. But yeah. That, yeah. You know, that quickly, I was, at first, like I said, at first glance, I was like, wow. I'm glad they went there because that really was the defining shift in his character. Yes. Yes. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, that's definitely what did it. I mean, we know he was still. I was getting worried that they weren't going to sh- like do that. Like, I, I didn't know how they were going to go about this. I'm like, are they just going to keep Loki just it, as Loki 2012? And just kind of do his thing, or they actually got to quick turn him and show him. And I like, they I like did a masterful did. Yeah. job of that. I mean, the Frigo part, uh, you know, obviously it was was the you know so many, but that the, but the, the Thanos. I mean, going all the way to the future, the Thanos choking him out, and that being the end, and having just him watch his own death. I was like, this is very very good stuff. That we start, lo- we fuck start see- you up, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it, it it was just cool to see. It, it was kind of cool to see this older version of Loki open up, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, you, I know I don't like hurting people. Uh, what what was the quote? I don't like hurting people. It's, it's the just, it's the part or the oh god, how did he say it? Uh, it's it, not not the part, the the illusion or whatever. Some it's, of that, but you are, something along everybody those lines. Everybody knows like, what I mean. I, right? I have to be the heel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Loki in a way. Yeah. It's it's a means to the end, or something, something along the lines of that. But you, everybody listening, I'm sure knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but it was just it was uh it was very cool to get this this psychotic version of Loki that you know at that time if we put ourselves in, you know, in our 2012 2013 minds where Loki is just a total just bad dude doesn't seem like there's a glimmer of hope or good inside of him, and and, and kind of see that change. I think it was a it just a it was executed very very well. And I got to give kudos too to Owen Wilson. I did not know how that would kind of work, but I really like him as this TVA dude. Holy fuck, I, Mobius! I knew, I knew he yeah. would. I knew he would nail it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I've seen him flex his actor's muscle because I love Wes Anderson movies, and yes. he has a, yeah. a range in those movies that you normally don't see in the romantic rom coms that he's in or buddy comedies that he's in. But oh. I knew he'd kill it. 
I knew he'd kill it. He, it was great. He was great in that role. Mm-hmm. He did. He did very good. I mean, his patience with Loki, with his with his snarky jabs every now and then too. I thought it was. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah, it was cool. It, it was a very cool concept. I'm not very familiar with the TVA. I I, I, yeah. I I never you know I I'm not either I'm not deep into comic book lore like, like you I'm, know, I'm aware so of it I've never even heard of it prior to oh, the, really? the advertisements for the show I had no idea what the heck the TVA was yeah so this has all been a learning curve for me and it's just a, it's a really cool concept the, the little scene with the Infinity Stones not yeah. working yeah like it, that, that is what got I think that's where Loki was just like okay this is real what the fuck yeah. yeah. Like, the Infinity Stones don't work here. <laughs> Which, I mean, it makes sense because, like, the whole thing is, like, the Infinity Stones only work in the universe that they were created in. Correct, Because yes. that was when, uh, I, I know, I, I read something where it was, like, uh, Dark Side. Dark Side, they did a Justice League of America and Avengers crossover in yeah. 03, 04. Yeah. And Dark Seed, like, he tracked down the Infinity Stones and he had them in the gauntlet, but he went to go use them and they didn't work because they weren't from that universe. Right. So he literally just peels it off like a surgical glove and throws it away. Yep. So like, this well, wasn't this something nothing. like they did to be like a, a shoehorn it in or like uh, explain it away. This is lore from the comics in the past. So Which also shows that... Uh, the people doing the show know what the hell they're doing. And there's also all of those Infinity Stones, so that... Yeah, because what, what is that? What does that say for the future? Exactly, the there was a couple power stones in there. That it's not a like couple you of everything. Yeah. Right. That means these infinity stones are going to fucking come back into the picture, dude. Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. It's very totally possible. They totally are. Somehow they're going to get stolen. Taken. I hope so. I, I don't want them to be completely phased out. No. That was the kind of the, the thought. You know, they labeled this this first three phases of the MCU the the Infinity Saga. I didn't want them to just be completely like. Okay, we're leaving on the past. We're going to move on to something yeah, else. No, no, I do hope that they that come into back. play at some point. Yeah. I think they do. Uh, not all together. Not in the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, it Gauntlet, worked great for Star Wars. You got Death Star, and then you Death Star 2. You got Infinity Gauntlet. Boom. You got Infinity Gauntlet 2. Right. Hey, man. And, three, and then eventually four, you'll have a Super Infinity Gauntlet, which is basically Star Just Killer. as long as they don't put a small port below the exhaust port <laughs> on the gauntlet, they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was, it was well done. Uh, you know, for the listeners, to, just so you know, the way that we're, we're doing this, we're, we're recording these episodes on Tuesday, and the episode is coming out on Thursday. So some of the we're, we're going to come off as behind a little bit. Yeah, it's weird. With the Loki with the episodes, I, I was not a fan of that when they announced it because Wednesday middle of the week is just difficult. Yeah, that is me. weird, man. Yeah. We got to start recording Wednesday nights after we watch it now. Because it drops uh, Wednesday morning. Wednesday, Wednesday morning? morning. Yeah. So like we could go home tonight. And if we really want, we could just drink a bunch of coffee and Red Bulls and stay up till 3 a.m. and then we could watch it. Oh, man, those days and are And then record over, at man. 4 a.m. and then I go to work at 6. Yeah. My, uh, <laughs> my, my, I don't think my ticker could handle all that caffeine. No, I'm, thir- I'm, I'm not 29 anymore. Caffeine schmaffing. Yeah. Matt, <laughs> you're still a young man. <laughs> 30 has hit me hard. What do you mean 30s hit you hard? I'm going to be 38 in a couple months, man. Well, you don't look it. Mr. Jones, did you, uh... Oh, shit. Your ticker? Hmm? Yes, Baron, my ticker. What does the ticker do, that heart? What does it uh, circulate through the body? Hmm? It reaches all the way down to my throbbins. My throbbins, Baron. My plums. Well, M- you see, I've, I've noticed your member's quite mushy. It is not. Well, yeah, now it is. Exactly. Perhaps a circulation from your ticker? Perhaps I'm a little bit more caffeine. Hmm? Perhaps. Hmm? No, man. No, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get antsy. I'm gonna get really sweaty, and then I'm gonna have to poop if I caffeine hits these lips, Baron. 
Yes, Mr. Schmidt has told me about your Sprata Squadron uh, escapades. Yeah, I have a problem. Yes, you, yeah. shall, you shall never use my restroom. I have a bidet. Oh, you, you do? Yes, of course I do. I used a bidet once. I am a gentleman. Changed my life, man. Exactly, yes. Hmm? Yeah, ever since then, I've been sticking my ass in the shower and just taking the... the I have one of those shower heads that come off, and I just spray my butthole. Yes, you're American. <laughs> yes, Baron, yeah. Yes, Baron, yeah. yeah. We, we, we understand, Baron. Where's yes. Baron from? Well, he's... England. Irvin Kirshner's his brother. He was from England. That makes sense. Yeah. He's tight with Sean Connery. Yeah. That was Scotland. They're like close. The They're close enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's like right there. That's a that's a normal thing for them. Don't the Scots and the Brits hate each other? I don't know. I think it's buried. They all hate each something other Something to do with you 2 or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's someday, Ireland. bloody someday. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so, yeah. Mr. Mr. Bonner was a sham. <laughs> yep. Oh, that we yep. agree on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're Real piece away. of shit. Yep. He's the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. How many Kurgs was he? <laughs> Lots. A lot. A lot. Uh, so yeah, Loki went well. Yeah, Everybody I, seemed I, to like it. it was, I it was enjoyed love. it. Oh, and also the aesthetics are so pleasing. Oh my god, that whole uh, the TBA world thing. Yeah, uh, everything. All their Visually technology. Beautiful. Visual. I love it. It reminds me of like. 80s future. Yes. Like how they envision the future in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah. Or even the 50s. Those like, the home of tomorrow could be yours. Oh, What's that there, Janet? Does that microwave also turn into an ironing board? Tomorrowland and Disney. Yes, yes. That's what that's what this reminds me yeah. of. Like, uh, uh, <laughs> well, yes, indeed, you'll be fine, 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 fine with your at-at-home car wash. That's right. No more scrubbing on the car wash. We'll have robots that'll do it for you. Isn't that right, Billy? Yeah, gee golly, and there's like a thumbs up. That's what this place like reminds like looks looks like. It reminds me of. It's like the 1950s version of the future. Yeah, yeah like which uh, is great. The day it never, never happened. Still shit, but it should have. Yes. Right. Um, did you guys notice uh, there was a mural in the TVA that had like a Stan Lee portrait? I did not know. Yeah, so there's a oh, there's no. that line where the line was or there, yeah they've uh, I missed it yeah it's in there you can go back and watch I'm it. gonna go back what scene uh, I can't remember it's a point where right like when Loki was waiting in line and there was like as he walked in there's a mural on the back and you could see Stan Lee's picture okay um, there's also a scene where it appears a doorway opens and one of the TVA agents walks through with what many people are speculating is Peggy Carter. What? Like it, the the it's just a blink and you'll miss it moment. But the person that walks through in handcuffs with the TVA agent does look very similar to Peggy Carter. Really? Uh, so I, there's I a little, that one. tons of Easter eggs, um, and then obviously the ending, the hooded figure. I don't think that was Loki. It's Lady Loki. Yeah. That's Ooh. that's what it all they're all saying it's supposed to be Lady Loki. Me, yes. yeah, Lady Loki. All right. Yeah. Which I'm not a character I'm not familiar with, but I'm sure I'm going to find out. It's just Loki is a female. Yeah. Do you know whose yeah. cast is uh, Lady Loki? Uh, they had mentioned uh, the cast. They haven't said that's who it was going to be, but you can just look at the cast and deduce who you think Lady Loki is going to be. Well, I just hope it's not like Angelina Jolie or something. No, she's in like Eternals. That's. Oh, there's another reason for me not to want to watch that movie. Oh, hush up. Hush your mouth, young man. <laughs> I said what I said. Uh, Bad Batch next? You going to cover well, that? Well, Speaking I, of TV I mean, shows, or you want to stay in the Marvel realm? We'll stay Marvel. Okay. Um, so apparently there are heavy speculations that we're going to get in She-Hulk, the son of the Hulk. Of Brucey. Of Scar. 
who is the child of Hulk when he was on the battle planet. Yep. Um, rumor has it that he did a lot of smashing with that zucchini. <laughs> Oh, I mean that bed was pretty fucking big. Yeah. It was a good bed. You know he was smashing, dude. I bet he Hulk was a gladiator. The... Yeah. They were just wheeling him in. It was wait, like wait, it was, wait, so I, I imagine. Never... I imagine uh, the Grandmaster in that setting is very much like uh, Mr. Candy from Candyland. Got it. And he had his his warriors, mm-hmm. and if they performed well, he sent up a pony to lick his pole. And one of those ponies got pregnant and gave birth to Scar. What type of species <laughs> would have a vagina it that big? It doesn't matter. To Oh, a big hip, to to accompany oh, a, a company such Oh, a woman vast. with very very childbearing hips. She think that's going to be yeah. what, what do you think the angle with Scar is going to be? Like well, a revenge, he's gonna, like he's gonna, issues. Uh, what I think is going to happen is I think he's going to usurp his brother. And uh, have the hyenas go after Simba. This isn't right. No. All right. It's a different story. You know what? That joke actually fell flat, too. Yes, it did. That was, that was a, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got I was no trying to save you. I was from trying, you guys. I was trying to save you. I was... Yes, you see, Mr. Jones, this is the dull wit I was oh, talking my, about. God and I shall, I'm sharpening. I'm sharpening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That guy freaking uh, Phil Collins over here. I'm over here drowning, and you're not lending a hand. You just stared at me. <laughs> he let that man die. <laughs> oh, oh, well played, Mr. Jones. Yeah. Phil Collins sucks as much as Bono. <laughs> <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 Baron, don't you say that. He did the but um but um but um but um was a massive disappointment. I am a big fan of Peter Gabriel, and I shan't have it said any other way. Hmm, yes. What say you? I have a sledgehammer. Yes. And I say you this. I can't walk. I can't walk. I can't walk. Remember that one, Byrne? As a man without legs, yes. That, that <laughs> registered quite well with me. Who would have thought that the Baron von Kushner III and Porcupine Jones could see eye to eye on certain things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I, I, I mustache the mustache. I still am keeping you at puppet's arm's reach. Yes. Well, that makes sense, Baron. I mean, you can't trust him yet. Can't wait to see that reboot of Crank Anchors, Baron. <laughs> I auditioned for that show once. I did not make it because I'm a classy individual. <laughs> smut. Smut. Smut by muckrackers. <laughs> I think you hit a nerve with Crank Yankees yeah, on that one. I did. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys seen some of the uh, the photos of Thor and uh, new Thor, Jane Foster Thor from I haven't Ragnarok. seen Jane they, no, Foster. They released no. some images. It's, what? Uh, yeah. Thor uh, looks, like Hemsworth looks jacked, though. Oh, he is jacked as a He's getting ready for the Hogan dude, movie. He's Ooh. got that Hogan gas look going he's got, on, man. He's got pencil legs, but that's okay. But whatever. Don't that's matter. Yeah. yeah. Looks awesome. Looks awesome. Yeah. I haven't seen any Jane Foster stuff, but yes, Thor, Hemsworth looks, this is the most jacked I've ever seen him ever. He's ridiculous, dude. Um, did you guys see, um, they did a little tease for Spider-Man No Way Home. They showed, like, the, uh, the logo, and it glitched very similar to the glitches in, um, Spider-Verse. Okay. And then really? that was it. It just glitched real quick, and that was it. 
Okay. So it was just the title card. It glitched. Then it was the title card What's again. That? So, oh. but it, the glitches were almost identical to the glitches they used in Spider Verse. So uh, it's like yeah. really? I mean, it's just further. We all kind of know at this point if you're in the know, but I'm it's still sure, really like, cool that they're paying homage to it. I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure Willem Dafoe said the fact that like the worst kept secret in Hollywood is that he's coming back as the Green Goblin. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we also uh, I saw that um, the the Craven movie. Right, that's coming out. Craven, the Craven movie. Ugh. Uh, according to the Illuminati, um, the studio is searching for an actor in their thirties for the an anti the, the 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 villain of the movie, which is going to be Chameleon. Which in the comics, Chameleon is Craven's brother, so kind of makes true. sense. So I'll I'm going to have a hard time picturing Craven as a baby face. He'll be an antihero. And, yeah, that is true. I, There's I, obviously got to be some ruffled feathers, uh, but man, it's hard I for me. I don't get this. I don't get it. I re- this is one that doesn't. It's so unnecessary. And money is the necessity. <laughs> money. This money is, a, is the money, driving force. Money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen because of money. Um, this is this is uh, uh Sony, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be in the Morbius universe. They're going to do a crossover. The Morbius verse. The, the, Mor- Venom. the Morbiverse. <laughs> the Morbiverse with Venom and Carnage and the Letterverse. And... Jesus the Letterverse. <laughs> I hope they do a crossover with uh, Joker and Morbius. Because what I need is an entire movie where the whole cast is just Jared Leto. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Mike? No, I would Mr. Jones? saw my foot off and eat it. You would? Then, would then you watch cook that it movie. first? Okay. No, I'd eat it raw. Oh. Right. But if it was carpet, I'd have to boil it. That's right. So that's how you soften up the glue. That is how you do it. <laughs> Silly daddy, you can't eat carpet. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all they got Marvel-wise. I yeah. mean, there was a lot to cover for Marvel, which they're they just did. banging it out. Uh, they did announce a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Square Enix, Square oh, cool. Enix really? is yeah, uh, nice. making one in the same style as that uh, really? the Avengers game that was panned. Uh, it's supposed to come out October twenty sixth, twenty twenty one. Well, so it's gonna and suck. It, <laughs> Let's hope not. The graphics are well. The graphics look great beautiful. for the Avengers movie. They're they, 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 they did. did. They did. Yeah. Um, so this is really cool to see. I, I like the fact that the Guardians could be finding themselves back in the back in the the the, the spotlight a little bit because we all. I mean, they've kind of fallen off, obviously, with all the James Gunn stuff and and everything. They, they've they're not definitely not as popular as say. Five years ago, when five, four or well, five years ago, when the last movie came out, it's been that yeah. yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a little lull there. It's been been a little lull. So this is exciting. Uh, you know, they get to, get to play as all the originals. Well, not the well the original movie ones. So Star Lord, Groot, Gamora, Drax, and Rocket. I believe I did see Mantis in there, but um, but yeah, so it looks cool. So Square Enix gonna I don't know if it's Onyx or Enix, but Square Enix, uh, Enix. Gonna, it is Enix. Yeah. Okay. I should know that I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. Square, Square Enix is continuing on with their uh, their Marvel Marvel line of games, which nice. is uh, pretty cool. So hopefully, hopefully they kind of adapt and uh, find out what went wrong with Avengers and, and and make Guardians, you know, one of the the best possible version of itself. So good. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bad Batch now. Yeah, let's talk Star Wars. Bad Batch time. All right. I was wrong. I was wrong. I really thought the 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 person that 
Rafe, uh, Debra, and yeah. I thought it was going to be Ahsoka because it would make sense. It would no, make sense. Was, I still think the connection is there. There's got to be because the you know, connection is still there. there. What that it was Rex? Well, no, I thought what? I thought, thought it was Ahsoka. Was Ahsoka yeah. that they were talking to, which would have made sense. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, shit. It was really cool seeing Rex, man. Oh, it was awesome. It yeah. was great. It, it was, was very it, cool. I mean, it was cool that that. I mean, oh god, I was getting shining flashbacks. With the fucking shit with Wrecker. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. It was. I was. I, I really Good thought. Soldiers. I. I really thought they were gonna oh, fucking kill Wrecker. Take him down. Do I really it. thought they were going I, to. I, I like. I was legit. Like. I'm like. Don't. Don't do this. Don't. Dude. There's so much negativity right now. And like. I'm like. <laughs> I don't. I'm like, dude. I don't need this. I don't need them to kill Wrecker. Wrecker is a big, lovable loaf, and I can't see Omega crying over. What kind Wrecker's of loaf is he? Body. Is he rye? Is he wheat? Pumpernickel. Is oh, pumpernickel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I, I just when they got the chip out of his head and everything. Yeah. I let out this huge sigh where I was just like, thank fucking god because i cannot handle that shit right now yeah i literally cannot dude that was, I, that was awesome though that they got it out they got it they out they, they did the way everybody. that they did yep yep fuck man um, that that was yeah. cool i'm glad they dedicated an episode to it and it wasn't just one of those quick or you know quick okay maybe this is the end game you know end goal for the show is yeah. that i'm getting the chips out they dedicated an episode to this so they can kind of move forward with you know with yeah. with their missions and what they're trying to do exactly huge huge pop for them being on Braca. All right, for oh, those yeah. who played Jedi Fallen Order, this yeah. is where the game yeah. opens up. This is where Cal Kestis mm-hmm. yep. originates. For, well, this is where he relocates after uh, Order 66. Yeah. I was not expecting that. But then when they said Braca and he starts seeing the ship graveyard, I got oh, the, so many sweet, good vibes. Dude. Yeah. So cool. Because that's, that's one of the things like that, that's been lackluster is the connection between the video games and uh, you know well, the, the movies, video games the canon stuff. Sucked for a while. That's they have start, that's starting to pick up now. They're yeah. starting to yeah. pick up. Like was it Star Killer from yeah. uh, Force Unleashed? Yeah, nothing since Force Unleashed two. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, right. So that's uh, a big, that was a big concern. Yeah. But this is cool that they're okay. They're going to consider this place canon. I would imagine this storyline canon as well. So uh, and I love the idea of the ship graveyard. Right, a Star Wars ship graveyard gives me the. You know, it's, well, it it's, makes sense. There's so many ships out there. Like, oh, yeah. You probably have a whole planet that's just full of fucking ships. Oh, there are. Yeah. There are. But, you know, when, uh, when, I mean, when you open that game up, and it's like, it's supposed to be five years after Order 66, and, you know, they're pulling in. You could see, like, Clone Republic shit, you know, clone, yeah. the clone gunships, Jedi Starfighter, stuff like that. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, this is cool. And then this is, the, you know, this is the beginning of it. Some of the old Clone War stuff is here. I'm sure there's stuff, there's ships that predate it that we just aren't aware about. But huge, huge pop for uh, for Braca being the main location. I gotta go back and replay that game because I can't remember if your buddy gets killed or if you you save him using the Force, right? Oh, the the junkyard buddy. Not, no, yeah. he gets killed. That's right, he gets killed. Okay, yep. All right, but great, great game. If you have not played Jedi Fallen Order or yeah, Jedi Fallen Order, go play it. Seriously, well, it's it does a very, very good job. Dude, I'm waiting for Cal. In. I'm waiting for Cal to show up. I, I uh, was really yeah, hoping he might. He might. I, I he's a very popular character. I, can I, see I thought he was great. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. They yeah. did a good job building him up. I, I was, I was hoping maybe an appearance here for this episode, but I can understand why not. Maybe. Yeah, it's still, it's said, still early like, game on. Takes place three, five years after. Correct. Yeah, so so it's, it's got some time. Yeah. Yeah. 
But maybe in another show later down the line, I could see it. Yeah, for sure. I really hope they use him more. But yeah, it was cool. Uh, we're getting seeing a lot of growth with the, growth with Omega too. This, uh, which this been, was the episode. Like, yes. like they have they have I, figured it out. Yeah, I actually when, I, I love her. When I saw. Uh, Clone Wars, the movie, in theaters. I'm like, I fuck, Ahsoka sucks. And it took like a season and a half for me to be like, I like this yeah. character. Yeah, same The dude. first time I saw Omega, I'm like, ah, really? The kid, I right. didn't hate her, but I'm like, ugh, yeah. Like, here we go again. But this episode was the defining episode that I'm like, I like this character now. Now I'm emotionally invested in this character. I don't want to see anything bad happen no, to this character. I am excited for Omega's mm-hmm. future. That link with Omega and Wrecker is awesome. The fact she didn't want to pull the trigger. She waited. She waited. Like, oh, beautiful, beautiful. That's Dude, why That's why I was getting the fucking shining, uh, the nods, like with Danny, Danny. and fucking and I'm Jack. Coming! Oh, <laughs> like, like, that's still his dad. Like, he's like, my dad's yeah. lost his mind, but he's still my dad. I don't want to fucking kill him. Like, it was that, that link. I And the, the fact that they... Uh, they they pay homages to even they did this in Clone Wars. They pay homages to like previous like there's movies there, there's episodes that are like Godzilla. There's episodes that yeah. are like fucking Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Hundred percent. They 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 take old stuff that work and they work Twist it, it into Star right. Wars. Yeah, because they're fans. At the end of the day, they're fans and they want to make good content. One hundred percent. So yeah, Omega's really grown on me. She's not just some annoying kid. No, I think to that's the to episode appeal that I'm like, I, I like this character now. Yeah. Right. She's she's watching her growth from start to finish has been has been a lot of fun. Dude, and the shit not even like, close to finish. Like they they fucking cut my wait time like in thirds. Like yeah, it took a movie and a season and a half for me to like Ahsoka. It's been what? This was the eighth episode. Was this episode eight already? Jeez. Seven or eight, Seven, something like eight, that. Like, oh my god! All right, how many episodes are there? There's, I think it 12. started May fourth. Is it sixteen? So... I think there's sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, thank God, it's not like the ten episode thing. May f- right, May May the fourth. There's Dude. one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven, eight. So this will be nine this week. So. Uh, dude, do you remember like, when, like the Clone Wars were literally like 22 episodes a season? Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, bring that shit back. I know. I'm hoping. Well, this is a step in the right direction. I think it's 16 for okay. Bad Batch. I okay. hope so. I hope so. So. Um, so, yeah, Bad Batch, really good this week. Um, Great. Dude, since we're uh, still talking about the Star Wars thing, uh, did you guys see the Star Wars like open-ended game that's going to be coming out where it's like going to be like all like underground like you're not going to be no. like you're not going to be a jedi or anything like that it's going to be like uh uh it's going to be like a grand theft auto star wars game what yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's uh, awesome it's, is, it's, it, is this is it on coruscant because they were supposed to have a show that the, was supposed to be kind of like the underworld that. yes i'm glad that didn't happen uh, I I watched uh, I watched like a, like a pilot type thing test footage or whatever and then I read a lot about it but then like because it had like what was it, eighty episodes they were supposed to do of it yeah but all of it was strictly George Lucas like yeah. he had, it was it was completely controlled by him and it's well that was that, before he sold it to Disney but dude that's that whole thing man like that concept is so fucking cool just like the concept of. The, the prequels on paper so fucking cool but when you have George and I love George Lucas but when you have him controlling everything and not like you know his ex-wife or uh, or somebody else you know like a like a uh, Empire Strikes Back situation right. you get yeah shit 
Yeah, you know, that's true. like you can't leave him in sole control. There's no, got to no. be uh, checks like, and balances. Like, checks like, and balances. I fucking love Tarantino, but did Hateful Eight need to be fucking four fucking hours long? Jesus Christ, man! No, no he Trust always finds a way to pepper in the N word. <laughs> like, all right, Quentin, we get it. <laughs> like, dude, you could you could that chill, feet, chill, feet in the N word. <laughs> oh man, yeah, feet too. Oh, Quentin. God. Uh, so that is cool. Yeah, I did not. I did not hear about that. Yeah, cool. it's, I it's, love the idea. Of it's it. going to be yeah. huge. It's supposed to come out like uh, like next year or so. Nice. But so nice. I'm going to have to get a yeah. PS5, and now I'm going to get a PS5. Same, and it's going to be. If I can ever find one, if I can ever find one, they're like constantly being. They sold they, they don't exist. They don't exist. It's just it's, being it's, marked it's, up it's, twice the price. It's a figment like, of your imagination. It's literally like Doink the Clown, man. It's just a fucking illusion. WrestleMania WrestleMania Nine. That never happened. It was an illusion. Yeah, I wish it didn't. Could you imagine? I wish it didn't. Uh, continue on with the Star Wars stuff. A whole lot of uh, nothing coming out. Everyone's getting get excited. There's all these new up news updates. Oh, even McGregor on the set of Obi Wan series. Yeah, yeah. And it's just him with a black like tarp over his. Oh my god! And, and, and a mask. On, yeah. You I'm like, fucking assholes made me click on that. Not you assholes. But no, I mean, I like know. you assholes made me fucking click on that just to see him in a fucking COVID mask in a fucking cloak. <laughs> like, dude, come on, man. <laughs> So aggravating. Yeah. So aggravating. But now, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's just good for me to know that they are filming it now. Yeah. I didn't know when they were starting. I want this show probably more than anything at this point right now. More than any of the Disney plus Marvel shows. Probably more so than any of the movies. I want this Obi-Wan movie to co- or Obi-Wan series show. to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I man. do. It's, it's, yeah. And I just I just noticed it's supposed to take uh, place so... Ten years after Revenge of the Sith, and mm-hmm. then uh, nine technically before the original Star Wars, which I did not know. I, I knew it was supposed to take place sometime in between then, obviously. So but. technically, Obi-Wan, it's ten years after Order 66, so it's he would be 47. Yes. I just really hope that they don't retcon some Vader-Obi-Wan duel in this show. I do not want that. I want no. That's the big thing, right? Yeah, yeah. you, you, you want to keep in line with the original dialogue. You can't. You can't. You can't. Well, it's it's. I, I hope they have. There is a. There's a really interesting scene in, uh, in one of the comic books. I can't remember if it's if it's canon or legends, but Obi Wan Kenobi is sitting belly up to the bar on uh, Mos Eisley, uh, and uh, he's wa- they're watching like you know. It's basically like their version of the news. Okay. And I read Darth, this story. And Darth Vader, story. you read the whole the the comic book. It wasn't the com- I, I didn't uh, read it in a comic book. I read it in a actual novel. Oh, you did. Okay, where he he knew that was Anakin. It was the when conclusion. They he Darth- found he, they were like Vader, and he like fainted. Yes, at the bar. He faints at the yes. bar. It was yeah. the it was like the epilogue of a. I think it was Star Wars: Dark Lord. It was like the first supposed to be the first Darth Vader story post Episode Three. Okay. But they did a comic version of it. They did, really? Yeah, they did a comic version of it. It's, uh, it's, it's, it, it's the same thing. His reaction is yeah. just like, yeah. And that blew my mind when I read that the first time because did, I didn't put two and two together when you watch Revenge. Because he, he knew he was Vader. He knew he was Vader, Vader. But, but right, but, over, yeah. But yeah. we well, know because he, he knew he was called Vader. He knew he was called Vader because that random security uh, look at the Jedi Temple and there's this random security camera just randomly flashes to the yeah. senator's off or the Supreme Chancellor's office, but. You know, we didn't. I didn't make that connection before. At the end of Revenge of the Sith, uh, you would maybe assume that Obi Wan thought Anakin was alive. He just kind of left him there to go. But it, after reading that book, it's like, holy shit! Obi Wan really thought he killed him. Yeah. Obi Wan really thought he killed Anakin there, and, and he's like, in, in essence, he kind of, you know, that was kind of the the joyous ending of Episode Three was Obi Wan beating Anakin, but he had no idea that. Yeah. He still lived. Yeah. He should have walked down there and. 
Yeah, I should have ended it. Ended it. Ended his suffering. What a dick thing. I love the whole, like, the the Jedi way is to not kill. Like, dude, you lobbed off all his limbs and he <laughs> burnt to a crispy toast. Go down there and end his suffering. Fuck, no, that's, dude. That's a sin. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> yep. Yeah, man. What a, a... Oh, man. That's like, I love the Jedi shit so much, but, like, ah, man, that... uh. That's why, like, I know, like, there is no such thing as a gray Jedi, and that's just fan bullshit. But, like, man, dude, the dogmatic ways of the Jedi is just, it's it's Catholicism, dude. Yeah, oh, that's why I was really Lucas hoping. Lucas was inspired I was, by Catholicism. I was really hoping that they would, like, I thought, I really thought Rise of Skywalker was going to be where it was, like, a neutral Jedi. Like, accepting the dark, accepting the light. Yeah. Well, if you guys remember a couple oh. weeks back, I finished the uh, yeah, Colin yeah, Trevorrow's yeah. where she basically becomes a new form of Jedi, where she embraces hate and love, and that's where Yoda they was. They should have been called Skywalkers. And Yoda is... <laughs> Fuck. They should have been called Skywalkers. Not a Jedi, not a Sith, a Skywalker. A Sky... I actually like that, Will. Good fucking... I'm an idiot, and I can write a... Uh, never mind. Okay. Don't say Let's... that. People... That's but, let's. But it's a whole, I, like even Yoda because uh, when when Ray when Ray confront when it Yoda, makes so much fucking yeah. sense. How could they not think of this? Even Yoda was just like wrong. We were like like Yoda. How old he fucking was was just like mm, Ray right uh, right is Ray. You know like uh, the sacred texts. <laughs> the sacred text. <laughs> no no. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Marisophie's coming back <laughs> in the Mandalorian spinoff of Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be great. I like that. I, I want That was a character who had an arc in Clone Wars that wasn't resolved. It's going to be awesome to see her come back. Plus, her and Ahsoka had a, a, a friendship, but then she turned on her, tried oh, to frame her. Oh, yeah. If um, no one knows what this is, is that Ahsoka was accused of murder, uh, and she was basically uh, imprisoned, put on trial. A lot of bullshit happened. Even Yoda kind of turned against her. Yeah. Um, but really, That's why she it was, walked away from the Jedi Order. Bingo. Yeah. Uh, but then you had, uh, finally, like, everything was resolved, and it turned out it was Ophi. 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 But she kind of had a similar thing to, like, Count Dooku. She realized the Jedi's ways were flawed. Yeah. Yep. And she's like, this is fucked up. I'm going to bomb shit. But she's that's just the thing, man. It's like she's she is the bad guy for murder and espionage yes. and shit like that. But at the same time, like, bitch ain't wrong. Yeah. Well, they just look to the Middle East for, uh, you know, um, things to inspire this. <laughs> they look for real world to inspire the yeah, fake man. world. But it makes it yeah. also makes sense that uh, because she was a Jedi yeah. and then she was banished by the she was in prison and then I think banished by the Jedi. Uh, so when Order sixty six happened, technically she wasn't a Jedi, so she would have survived. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. I, I am excited to send her to that because I am f- pretty familiar with Beresoft Afi. Yeah. Uh, I read. You know, I used to be huge, huge, huge in the novelizations. There was a book that was happened right before the Clone Wars where. Uh, it was Obi Wan and Luminara and Doli, who was Barriss's master. Yeah, uh, they went off and did. They, they had a mission, and then Anakin and, and Barriss had a separate mission as well. So it's just really cool, you know, to see this character that, uh, you know, th- there's only been still images and stuff, not not a whole lot of personality aside from that little bit with the with the Clone Wars uh, show. 
that to kind of get like a deeper meaning. And I, I think the idea of of her being maybe the big bad of Ahsoka would be is cool. yeah. huge. A ghost from her past, a friend from her past, someone who's equally as skilled. I think it's huge. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot yeah. of you know, especially because now we're at the point. Right, I'm sure the show is going to be post Return of the Jedi, right? Post Mando, it's got to be. When she yeah. came back, yeah. it would make most yeah. sense. Yeah. It's got to pick up like because the synopsis for the show is her. Trying to track down Grand Admiral Thrawn to track down Ezra Bridger. Right. So, so this is, I mean, this is twenty five years technically yeah. in Star Wars lore at post uh, Return so they, of the Jedi. Yeah. Or post Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Sith. Excuse me. Yeah. So to see how these characters have both grown, yep. it's going to put more spotlight on that specific Clone Wars episode. No well, doubt. There's, but, there's, there's been a few where they interacted with one another. Yeah. Um, I'm just, you know, they haven't cast anybody in the role yet, but. Uh, Whoever they do cast, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be some kind of Asian. Yeah, that's what they're looking for. Sorry, yeah, that's a, that's a cable guy reference, guys. <laughs> so don't. Well, it may, I mean, it makes put sense. Your it nipple makes sense. away. Don't, don't come at me. <laughs> oh, Billy. <laughs> it makes sense. So it's yeah, it's cool. You know, I'm sure we're going to see an uptick in 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 Barris and maybe comic book spinoff. Books. Probably, yeah. We'll uh, in in the at. coming year. Well, that's uh, Will, you mentioned before we started recording that people assume that she became an, an inquisitor. inquisitor. Yeah. Because, like, that's what in Rebels, they took these disenchanted Jedi yep. and then turned them into inquisitors. Right. And even the one inquisitor that was voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller, <sighs> uh, the seventh her. sister, I believe it was. Yeah. The seventh, yeah. Seventh a sister. lot of people thought that that could possibly be have been Ophi because she resembled her. It resembled a her. Bit. Totally uh, did. But no. But, but no, no, she died. I mean, so. there's there's a lot of sisters. She was the seventh, perhaps. She's the sixth, the fifth, the fourth, the third. Possibly. Not the an second, because the second was in Fallen Order. Maybe the first sister. Maybe she was, she the, was the sister. Who was the ninth sister? That, that real big one, right? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, she was in Fallen Order, I think. She was the the big one that had like the uh Dragon Ball Z gimmick on yes, her, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm trying to think remember these some of these names. So uh, she could read power seven. levels. <laughs> she was actually pretty cool. Oh, Tough yeah, boss she was battle. Great. Oh, Very yeah, difficult yeah, yeah, boss. Yeah, totally. Battle. But um Yeah, second and ninth sister were in uh Jedi Fallen Order. So Okay. Maybe she was the first. That would make sense. It is possible. Yeah. It's, that, it's, that would make sense. I mean she was the first Probably, you know, she was already a trained Jedi, hmm. imprisoned. Perhaps she's the sister. I just can't fucking wait to get those sweet, big dick energy fucking helicopter lightsabers. Oh, they're great. Dude, in, in live action. <laughs> oh, yeah, I cannot ones? wait yeah. to see the Inquisitor blades in live action. Yeah, it's going to be so cool. It is one of the, you know, there's been a lot of unique variations of lightsabers over the last, I mean, since episode one came out with the double, but the I'm Inquisitor one is one of my favorites. See, uh, I'm waiting to see the fucking whip, man. The saber whip. Oh, oh saber yeah. Whip, yeah. Yeah, that's technically Legends, right? Yes. They yeah, have not I brought would, that into canon. I would, God, I hope they do. Yeah. It would not would surprise so me if we cool. see the live action version of it at some point. Yeah, but so. Um, sticking with Star Wars, Hasbro had a big reveal uh, last week. For the figures that they're releasing and that are in the pipeline, mm-hmm. uh, my wallet is aching because this fucking sucks. <laughs> um, I'll start with the things I can skip because I already own them. Um, they're doing the Black Series Archive. They're doing a Princess Leia Episode Four, an Obi Wan Revenge of the Sith. Um, these are going to have new face sculpts because the ones they released previously suck. So right. maybe my I. I cannot not buy these we'll see a 501st trooper and a darth revan uh darth revan i whoa yeah yeah, yeah the light dark revan or yeah, no the dark dark the, the revan. dark dark revan dark dark revan 
So purple, purple, and red blade, right? Yep. yep. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we're also getting Rogue One. We're finally getting Bodhi Rook. They never made a Bodhi, Bodhi. in the in the Black series. I like him. So we're finally getting him. Uh, we're getting a new Jin Erso with a new face sculpt. Uh, we're getting a really? new Cash in Andor with a new face sculpt, but he's going to be in his normal attire. Okay. In the, uh, the 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 last Black series they released, he was in his uh, attire from the is, Raining Planet. Is it pronounced Cashin or Cassian? Cassian. Cassian? Okay. Yes, Cassian. Um, we're getting uh, a new Baze Malbus with a new face scan, a new okay. Chirrut with a, a new face scan. Nice. And a new K2SO because the previous Black Series had red eyes. Where in the movie he had white eyes, eyes. so they have corrected that, and they're making him with white eyes. Excellent. So uh, they're finally completing the crew. Then, unfortunately, we have some... uh, Matt, you love Target exclusives, don't you? Uh, Two Target exclusives. We're getting (laughs) Anton Merrick, which was the the main X-Wing pilot in Rogue One, and we're getting a Gallon Merrick. So we can finally make Hannibal shorts with (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the pipeline figures <laughs> look phenomenal. We're getting a Bib Fortuna, finally. Bib Fortuna, Black Series figure. Really? We're getting a Jetta Patrol Trooper. We're getting Fennec Shand. We're getting a Mayfell. Fennec's my girl. We're getting a Bill Burr action figure. Fuck yes. Oh, how yes. excited are you for yes. that? Oh. oh, that's awesome. We're getting a Cobb Vanth. No way. And we're getting a Nomad Boba Fett. What is that going to look like? It's how we looked it, before Mando, he regained yeah. his armor. Yeah. So just like uh, chilling on Tatooine, yes. Tatooine looking? Yes. Dude, that's so cool. Uh, vintage collection. We're getting a Bo-Katan. These are the three and three quarter inch figures on the vintage carback, uh-huh. hardback. We're getting a Bo-Katan. We're getting a Mithral, which is the, the blue guy that Mando captured in the first episode of Mandalorian. That didn't want to be uh, frozen in carbonite because he needed to celebrate Life Day. <laughs> We're getting a Queel and a Hoth Rebel, Sol- Hoth Rebel Soldier. And then the uh, the Vintage Collection exclusives. We're getting a Rebel Trooper. Um, that's going to be at Shop Disney. And we're also going to get in the pipeline reveals. They haven't revealed pictures yet, but they're going to make a Lobot. They're going to make a Vintage Collection Bib Fortuna. So they're... That's awesome. And they're going to make a Navarro Cantina playset. So that's the Cantina at the first episode of The Mandalorian. Okay. They're going to make a playset of that. Damn. They are pumping out Star Wars. Dude, that's now. insane. I man. love to hear it, though. Yeah. Like, I, I like that they're actually releasing Mando stuff. Like, they were fucking not releasing any Mando stuff. We discussed this last yeah. week a little bit. They, they, they were slacking on, on, on Mando. I know yeah. you're a big toy collector. I know yep. I'm sure there's, I know there's tons and tons and tons of people like you out there. Uh, yeah, not enough Mando. Yeah, toys and stuff. It, it, cereal. I have a I have a Mando cereal box, and you they're know. starting to finally like give us the product that we've been wanting. Correct. So the fact that like we we got you know all these characters that are going to release in the Black Series or Vintage Collection, it's it's just I great. really Four hope they actually include Mando somehow in that Lego game they got coming out in October. I'm the sure Lego they Star will. Wars I think game. that's why it's like been some kind of bonus so many times, right? I think that they're going to have like some kind of Mando levels. We'll have to do a, a playthrough here when so, that comes out. I can't, yeah. no, wait, I can't for that wait for that. Yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, so 12 degrees of bacon <laughs> are going to be so much easier for Peter Dinklage. It's, 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 it's six. I thought it was 12. Five? I thought it was 12 degrees of six bacon. Six degrees of bacon, right? 
Everybody's connected through six people of Kevin Bacon. It's six, six degrees. Six yes, degrees. it is six degrees. I just, yeah. well, I just, I made it double that better. So six degrees <laughs> of Bacon. I just, it has, it has its own Wikipedia page. It shan't be that hard to connect him to Peter Dinklage because uh-huh. he is going to be playing the villain in the upcoming Troma Classic Toxic Avenger reboot. Uh, great villain. I love him as a villain. I'm confused by this because I read. Right before Kevin Bacon was announced, that Elijah Wood was going to be the heel. Really? Maybe multiple heels. Maybe we'll go Toxic Crusaders route. Maybe we kill a monger. I I hope so. I I actually I would really like to see Elijah Wood and Kevin Bacon together as bad guys. Yes. I think that would be super cool. <laughs> Elijah Wood is severely underrated. I, I think agree. he's a phenomenal actor. If anyone has seen the 2012 remake of the 1980 classic uh, Maniac, where the whole movie is shot. Through the point of view of the killer, who is Elijah Wood, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, Elijah Wood is so fucking creepy and so good. And if anyone's also seen, because uh, he he runs Spectre Vision with I forgot the other gentleman's name, but they brought us uh, Mandy, Color Out of Space, a few other movies, and also this movie called uh, uh, Come to uh, I think it's called Come to Daddy. Okay. Uh, I uh, it's I uh, it, that movie is fucking wild. Um, Elijah Wood is so good; he's such a game changer. And if that was a false report, and it is just Kevin Bacon, that's fine too. Because, like you said, I love bad guy Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he's awesome. Like, he's he, great. He, he made first class for me. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, seeing him in the Magneto helmet. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he was. So he was awesome. Good. So good. He was the best part about first class. I agree. Yeah, full, full. Um, he, he's gotten referenced a couple times by Star Lord in the MCU, right? Yeah, yeah. There's been rumors that he might be uh, in the either Volume Three or the Holiday Special. I, I Interesting. So. I hope it's a Holiday Special. Yeah, me too. I do too. I uh, dude, I'm a, I'm a, re- I'm really, really, really looking forward to this Toxic Avenger reboot. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of fanboys are upset about this that it's getting a big budget Hollywood it needed reboot. It. it absolutely did. It did. And ever since the conception of the Toxic Avenger, and uh, Lloyd Kaufman has said since the start, I and he even wrote it in his book that's it's it, the book is called Everything I Learned from Making Movies I Learned from Toxic Avenger. Um and he he wrote he co-wrote that with James Gunn. He said my goal is is to have a big budget summer Hollywood blockbuster version of the Toxic Avenger. He's like, I want kids to play with the action figures. I want him on shirts. I want him to be a household fucking name. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, obviously, a lot of people know who Toxie is, but dude, this movie is seriously going to open up, open I hope, up the I world. Hope, I, 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 hope. I hope, I hope it doesn't flop. I hope it's fucking good. I know the guy that's doing it is a huge fan of trauma. Uh, I, I forgot the gentleman's name. I know he did some other work before. That's that's actually really good. And again, I apologize. Off the top of my head, I can't think of what it was. Yeah. Um, but he is going to do justice to this. And also, Lloyd is uh, is kind of there, like like yeah, Toxie would do this. Yeah, Toxie would do that. Which uh, I mean, you, I, I even you're love a huge Lloyd like, Kaufman fan. I, I am. Uh, yeah. The other guys on my show, DTS, they aren't. Uh, they aren't exactly the biggest Lloyd Kaufman fans. I like. I'm in a movie with Lloyd Kaufman. I like Lloyd Kaufman. I like what he what he did to the industry uh, to exploitation films uh, in the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, and especially Troma as a production company. There's a lot of uh, independent and uh, exploitation films that wouldn't have seen the light of day if it wasn't for Michael Hers and Lloyd Kaufman. Right. Uh, and also, I know a girl that slept with Lloyd Kaufman when he filmed the movie here in Buffalo. Oh, that's cool. It's disgusting. He was 60. All right. 
and she, and and this chick is like a barnacle. Um, okay, but but side yeah. note, DTS stands for Micah's show. Damn, that's scary. Damn, Those are scary. Damn, that's scary. Uh, yeah, we have a whole month on the history of trauma, and it was you did tra- it was trauma tra- tra- march. Yes, yeah. Uh, so if if any of our listeners don't know who trauma is or the movies and stuff, go check that out. Um, but I uh, will. I am. Really, really, really excited and looking forward to this. As am I. I. I mean, I even love when he tried to sell out in the early '90s with the Toxic Crusaders. It's like one of my favorite cartoons. Toxic, same thing. So Tox, good. Ahead so of its good. time. Yeah. So it was good. Adult Swim before there was Adult Swim. It's so good. Yeah. And uh, it better than anything like from like like Red and Stimpy, uh, Duckman, any of that shit. Dude, Toxic Crusaders was phenomenal. Yeah, it was a good. It show. sprung. Uh, uh, it sprung like a board game. Uh, board game, the action figure line was some of the, the best figures. In the nineties, yes, yes, yeah. some it of the totally best ones. Yeah. Yeah. So good, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, dude, great. Uh, thanks for bringing that up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to the movie. I can't wait. Uh, and if it's Kevin Bacon, Peter Dinklage, sign me up. I'm there. I yeah. Mean, r- regardless of what the, I'm, I'm just excited for a Toxic Avenger, big budget movie. Oh yeah, yes, yes. I'm, so. I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, so we're talking about uh, things to come. Did you guys uh, happen to get? Uh, did you guys get a chance to check out the? We need a hero. Remind me what that was about. Masters, Masters of the universe. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. With Mark Hamill voicing Skeletor. Oh, sploosh! Oh my God! I'm the animation is. Beautiful, it's very well done. Holy I, fuck! I, I'm looking forward to this show um, more than honestly right now, more than anything else coming out right now. So I good. am so, so hyped for this Masters of the Universe. My nipples are getting hard talking. I'm like legit. You see this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Porcupine Joe's. Uh, may I ask you a question? Hmm, yes. Uh, yeah. Who is your favorite character in the Masters of the Universe show? Yes. What's oh, you? Well, Battle Cat. Battle Cat, yes. And who rides Battle Cat? Well, He-Man. Well, allow me to piss on your leg <laughs> and tell you that it's rain because I have... I, I I know you gentlemen like to talk about the comic books and the shows and such not. I have done a little digging. Yes, mm-hmm, what's you? And, ah, uh, hmm. Perhaps Kevin Smith uh, isn't so fond of your man of he. Perhaps uh, he shall be sidelined after the very first premiere episode. And perhaps he loses that power sword. And guess who's the main character of this show? Is it called He-Man and the Masters of said universe? No, it's called Masters of the Universe because I have bait. Yes, bait. You see this bait? I have switched it. And Tila is going to be the main character of said show. What say you? (laughs) You look miserable. (laughs) I think that's awesome. I love that. That's great. What a great arc for her. How the tables have turned. No, that's Baron. great, dude. I love that. That's awesome, Baron. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, girl power, man. That's great. Your reaction surprises me. Yes, yes, it does. Baron, hmm. come on, man. Don't tell me that that felt dingling doesn't get a little when she's when you. Uh... I don't mind Tila. You know. Hmm? Yes. Tila Tequila. Don't I, I give me. Said that. Don't hey. <laughs> I was so close Don't to saying that. I heard she's no. bisexual. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes, she has a girlfriend, I've been told. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Schmitty, what say you? Well, I mean, I'm fine with it. I just don't like the bait and switch. 
it's like they're selling don't? me they're selling me he-man and they're gonna give us tila as Dude, the main that's, lead that's cool i think that's cool it's not gonna be the whole season you don't i mean come on come on come on I've seen action figure toys because of Smitty. He has toys, yes. Smitty. Yes, he does. Love yes, toys. yes, yes. Lots of toys. Yeah, I do. They have a picture of Skeletor with the battle Dude, imagine, with the power sword. Imagine te- Tila Tequila versus uh, Evelyn. That's that's going to be dope, dude. Your reaction surprised me, sir. I think that's so cool. That's awesome. I shan't have He-Man. That's good. No, that's great because you had you had this whole time. He-Man was the guy up front uh, between uh, the the TV show, the reboot, even go back to Dolph Lundgren. I think that's cool. Strip him of his powers. Have him just be uh, uh, skinny arm Prince, Prince Adam. Is he just going to be Prince Adam? Was that a shot at my arm, sir? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Is he bas- Baron, you're basically Prince Adam. Yes. Perhaps. Do you have a sword of power? Baron, can you do this? No, you do not have a sword of power. You have a mushy member in your trousers. Ugh. That's not a power sword. That's a limp, phallic penis. Why do you want me hard? <laughs> Why not, sir? Yes? What say you? Hmm? <laughs> what say me? <laughs> what say you, Baron? I ran away again. Oh, oh, what's going but that But that's, yeah, Baron's right. I, I heard the same reports that Tila is going to be the lead of this show. Interesting. And, uh, yeah, He-Man is going to be defeated. Um, I mean, these are these are rumors, and they're likely rumors because I've seen action figure photo evidence of Skeletor, Skelly God, and he's got the He-Man armor. He's got the power sword. What? Yeah, he defeats He-Man. Holy shit! Finally, this this makes Mark Hamill's role as that even more important, even way yeah. more important. Yeah, Mark Hamill is. So just such a fucking treasure, and Mark Hamill next to Tom Kenny is my all time. Favorite voice actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, so he's great. I am he is, really he is the Joker. He is he the Joker. the Joker, not that fat Nicholson fuck. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, David Bowie was supposed to play as yeah, the Joker. Yeah, that would have been great. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Um, so. But, like, I, I would, uh, shit, man. What's going to happen to Battle Cut? Probably just turn, right. into, turn into a kitty? Maybe. Shit. What happened to She Ra? Where's she been at? She ain't, she, I don't think, that's two different, that's two separate things, man. Uh, okay. Who was the bad guy in Shira? I don't recall. He was like a kind of like a Skeletor type thing. I don't recall. You don't remember? No. I used to watch Shira. I didn't. I loved Shira. I had Shira action figures too. Good for you. I mean, they mixed well. He Man would just go in swinging fists and she'd do like uh, like Hurricane Runners and stuff. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> she was agile. She had those lucha skills. Very limber. Very limber. So, um, have you guys also heard that we're going to get a. Like you remember back in 1999, like people were oh, buying a song about that, buying tickets to go to a movie just to see the previews, and then they would leave to see the previews for episode one. I don't yes. remember yes. that, but I, I do remember people waiting outside for a few just months to see before. the preview. Like people would buy tickets to a movie, yep. knowing that episode one's trailer was attached to it, and they would leave after the trailer. Dude, because that shit was that not was really on. A thing. That, that shit used was to not be a online, thing before man. the YouTube. Yep. And the things. So apparently, with Fast Nine, we are going to get oh. an extended trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah, I heard about that. And they have leaked the description of this extended trailer. They're not going to leak it online. 
It's just going to be with F9. There's always going to be somebody with a cell phone camera. It'll but that's it so, eventually. dude, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. I like that they're doing that. Uh, and also, uh, people used to wear suits when they would fly on airplanes. They did. So allow me, <laughs> like, 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 sit back, cross your arms, and allow me to read you the preview for this trailer. The preview takes place both in the past and in the present, kicking off 65 million years ago during the Cretaceous period, and the score was done by composer Michael Giacciano, whoever that is, I don't know. The preview plays like a nature film where we are following a number of dinosaurs as they wander around the land. It's peaceful and quiet, allowing us to take in the beauty of our planet before humans arrived. In addition, since we're back in time, we get to see seven new species of dinosaurs created by a team from ILM and have never been seen before in a Jurassic film. Uh, we get Dreadnoughtosaurus, Avalraptor, some Iguanodons. Iguanodons are good. That, I remember that dinosaur movie. But yeah. the most important one is we're getting a, a Giganotosaurus, which is supposed to be the big bad. It's just a giant T-Rex. Okay. All right. Just a giant T-Rex. It's just bigger. <laughs> Giganotosaurus. It's big. It's a big thing. Giganotosaurus. <laughs> What makes you laugh at, hmm? Do I say, <laughs> do you have a chicken out of source in your trousers? <laughs> no. Mushy member? <sighs> yes. <laughs> so it says, toward the middle of the extended preview, we encounter a T-Rex and a chicken out of source. They're fighting. <laughs> Michael, yep. and after the short battle, the T-Rex is killed. As we get close up to the eye dilating as it's dying, we see a mosquito fly in and suck some blood out of the area nearby. It is the same amber mosquito that John Hammond had on his staff in the first Jurassic Park movie, and it's undetermined, but it's pretty clear that this is the origin story of the T-Rex that we've seen in Jurassic Park okay. and Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um and then it says, as we cut 65 million years later, we are following a T-Rex as it's racing through a forest, being chased by people in a helicopter trying to take it down with a tranquilizer dart. As it races through the forest, it can, uh, the T-Rex enters a drive-in parking lot where chaos unfolds as people scramble to escape the massive dinosaur, and then the sequence ends, and you'll be left wanting more. So that's basically a description of this trailer that we're supposed to get with F9. I am excited for this Jurassic Park movie. I am. Uh, I, 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 I could not get into the second one. The second one was, it was a tough pill to swallow. It was, it was, it was, tough. Uh, it was I Lost agree. World. Like, I agree. It was a it twist was on Lost World, but they obviously, they did something a little bit different yep. where they opened up and now oh, the animals are new, but know, different. New, but different. Correct. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. But, I don't, yeah. I've always, I've always, I've never been like huge into the, I've actually liked the human characters more than the dinosaurs. Like, I'm just psyched we're getting Goldblum. Yeah, we're getting cool. Sam Neill. Yeah. We're getting, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Admiral yeah, Haldo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Laura uh, Dern. Dr. Sadler. Sorry, Laura, yeah. Dern. Laura yeah. Dern. Dr. Sadler. That's a great actress. She's in it. Uh, I, I hope we get a cameo from Lex and Tim. Oh, God. I, I hope, hope so, too. I hope we get a cameo from them. I hope so, too. I, dude, these, like, I hope dream. we get the Barbasol can. And then I hope they don't make another Jurassic Park movie ever again. <laughs> Honestly, dude, these Jurassic dude, Park movies are starting to turn into the Alien franchise. It's okay. They're treating these. Uh, these are treating these fucking yeah. dinosaurs like xenomorphs. Uh, but I, we're finally going to get what we thought we were going to get in the sequel. We're finally going to get dinosaurs on the mainland interacting with people on a day to day basis. Right. 
That's been teased ever since the original Michael Crichton novel. That's true. That that was supposed to be the end game, and we are finally getting to it. That novel came out, what, 92? Yeah. 91? No, it was before, probably yeah, it was 90, like, it was like 90, 91. It was yeah. the pre- 90, 91, yeah. yeah. That, that the was, like, that was supposed to be yep. the fucking the end game is the dinosaurs get to the mainland. We're not getting – it's like almost 30 years after right. the original novel has been released. We're finally getting to what he originally intended. Yeah. Is he so, dead? Yes, he did pass away. I thought so. Yes. Okay. So I haven't seen any new Michael books Crichton. from Michael Crichton no. in yeah. a while. Uh, they actually released one called Dragon Tooth. Which um, it was released post mortem, posthumously. Right? Posthumously, thank you. Um, so must have been a real hard read. Must have been a real hard read. I get it. <laughs> I see what you did there because <laughs> of, of the rigor mortis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is Grimlock going to be in this finally? Are we going to get fucking robot dinosaurs yet, or what? And also, mm. whatever happened to the whole like rumor? Uh, it was just, like I want to say ten years ago they had a rumor where they were going to. Start doing crossbreeding between dinosaurs and humans to create some type of creature. I'm glad they didn't do that. that The concept art was fucking terrifying, but you know, just be CGI bullshit. Did we talk about the fact that they wanted to do a Fast and the Furious and Jurassic Park crossover? Just did we talk about that? We haven't, but I feel it's on the same level as the (laughs) 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. (laughs) Like it's not gonna happen. God, I hope so. I, I that hope would make no. I would be I'd like, no, no, no. <laughs> I understand people love Fast and the Furious. No, it's I, a guilty pleasure. I hate Fast and Furious. I have not. I've watched Tokyo Drift, and that's it. What's there to hate? Dude, they're, this, they're, they're shit they're movies. Yeah, they are they, shit action movies. I I like shit is, movies. I know man. you do. You have yeah. I don't you have a want, podcast. I tell about you it. why. I don't. I don't <laughs> you literally want, do a podcast about shit movies. I don't. Some want good ones. Some very good ones. Anywhere near anything that I hold dear. <laughs> oh, like fucking hate Vin Diesel. <laughs> do you hate Groot? He says one fucking line. I can handle that. No, no, See, no. He says two. Uh huh. I, I am. We are Groot. Three words. Whatever. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I can handle that. Okay, <laughs> I can handle that. family. Dude, like, what what you got? What's up, bro? I, I, I know you try to kill me and stuff, but thanks for saving this baby. Here's I just don't care with bro hog. Here's a bro. Dude, I just can't wait to have John Cena show up as Dom's brother with no fucking explanation. They had eight fucking films before this, and all Dom talks about his family. <laughs> And you got a fucking brother, and your brother's John Cena? What the fuck, man? And clearly he's got a name for himself because he's got slick back hair and he wears fancy suits. And he looks like a real asshole. Looks like he's got a lot of money. And you're just, like, bumping into him? If they don't go to space at the end of this movie, I'm supposed to. There's supposed to be, there's a flying car scene. Yes, dude. If there was like a a cameo from Elon Musk, though, I will fucking, <laughs> I will fucking literally blow my brain. I'm taking a gun with me, and I will literally. No, you put can't the, say that. You can't. Ah, shit, Matt. Edit that. <laughs> I'm taking a, uh, <laughs> I'm taking a pew pew with me. And I'm gonna put it to the back of my head where there's people in front of me because I'm gonna sit last row, and I will literally blow my brains out over everyone in the movie theater if Elon Musk makes a fucking cameo in this movie. I hope he does. <laughs> <laughs> just because I call your bluff. <laughs> you guys are going to see me the week after. Just Well, I didn't do it. Because <laughs> you're spineless. <laughs> if that's the way I'm going to go, man, that's the way I'm going to go. Well, Unfortunately, speaking of the way you're going to go, we did lose a 
comic book legend, movie legend, Ned Beatty passed away at the ripe old age of 83. Um, R.I.P. In uh, comic book world, he was he was Lex Luthor's sidekick in the original Superman movies, Otis. He was a great comic foil with Gene Hackman. They were so amazing to good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he just like yeah, um, uh, <laughs> he just agreed with me. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, he was in Deliverance. Yeah, no was, one could take it voice, better than Ned Beatty, <laughs> voice of Lotso Huggin' Bear in Toy Story Three. Um, just, uh, I mean, he he was in a ton of stuff. He was in a lot of sitcoms, Roseanne. Uh, just a, I mean. He, he was one of those guys that when you'd see him, you instantly recognized him, and you're like, "What the heck have I seen him in?" Yeah. Everything. That's what you saw him in because he had a wonderful career. Uh, you know, great, great guy, Ned Beatty. Baron, so. you uh, you've been around since the times of Jesus Christ. Have you ever encountered Ned Beatty? Oh yes, yes, uh, yes. Ned, 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 and I were very close friends. Yes, in fact, uh, you see, uh, let me think here. I believe it was the late sixties. Believe it or not, I was a farmer. Yes. Yes, I was a farmer, and uh, every once in a while, my friends would come down and help me with things on the farm, you know, such as uh, harvesting the corn and uh, the wheat, and uh, shoeing the horses and whatnot, and milking the cattle and such. But Ned, uh, uh, he came down back in the late 60s, and, uh, you know, we had a good time. And uh, the one day I had uh, to put new shoes on the horses, you see. The horses, yes. And I uh, I asked Ned to do it for me, and he said he didn't know how. So I said, well, I also have to feed the pigs. So uh, perhaps you could give some some feed to the pigs. You see, I had some Wessex saddlebacks, and I had some Hereford pigs and some Swabian horse swine, you see. Man, of... we should have brought a snack, man. <laughs> you ask me a question, I sit back, I tell you a story now, Porcupine Jones. This is intelligible, you see. And you see, I asked I asked Ned to feed the swine, and I said, you put the feed in the corn bowl, I said. And, you know, Ned went on his way, and I heard some awful squealing. Some squealing, you see. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you laughing at? Baron, let me cut you off there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, was Ned wearing nothing but tidy whities No, he was fully clothed overalls and such. Okay. Yeah, and I said, you know, put the feed in the corn bowl, you see. And he went, and uh, squealing was <laughs> horrendous to the ears, you see. And uh, I didn't know what was going on. So, uh, you know, Dad came back, and he said, uh, uh, Baron, when you put the feed in the corn hole, do they squeal like that all the time? <laughs> the what? The corn hole? No, you put it in the corn bowl. And then Ned he said, oh, well, I put it in that cornhole, and they squealed. <laughs> now, I believe that Ned took that experience, and he used it, and he harnessed it in a film that he filmed with, I believe it was John Voight and uh, Burt Reynolds, I believe. And he used <laughs> the noise of the squealing swine to enhance his performance in said film for cinema. Ah. Uh, that's my story of Ned Beatty. God love him. Bre- brilliant, brilliant actor. Everybody starts somewhere. <laughs> oh, Baron. <laughs> God, my face hurts. <laughs> Fuck. Baron, that was a wonderful story. Yeah, you I, see, he told you. You just had to sit back and listen. Yeah. That's what he told you. My God, it was Master like a... Master storyteller that It was Baron. like a Triple H promo, <laughs> circa 2002. Oh, oh. Katie Vick? Hey, Baron, you know Katie Vick? What? No! Trumpet. Trumpet she was. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys want to be in the comedy? I got I books. Guess. I got I books. Guess. Books to read. Books to read. All right. <laughs> Thank you for that. Wonderful story, Baron. Great story, Baron. We appreciate you. Um, hopefully, we'll be implementing you into the logo soon. Um, Did you guys know what movie I was talking about? What film? Did he squeal like a swine? Superman 4. The Quest for Peace, yes. Yes. <laughs> was he nuclear man? That's <laughs> where the narcissist Lex Luger starred as the bad guy, right? Yes, I believe it yeah. was, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He had a plutonium rod in his forearm, I believe. Yes. Great nails. <laughs> All right, everybody. So uh, I'll start off as I typically do. Last week I read a Star Wars book. I did. I've been really getting into Star Wars lately. I thought this was only like a f- six-part run of Darth Vader. No, it's way, way, way beyond that. I read number five. Uh, I'm going to read number six, and I'm going to leave it up to mystery. You leave it all up to you, you the listener, to kind of find it and follow along and uh, pick up books and read. Because I could go on forever with this. It's easily. I'm. I'm. I, I've, I understand why Micah resorts to Star Wars books a lot. Yeah, I'm a big nerd. Yeah, it's easy to fall into. It, it really is. is. And yeah. I've been on a big. Like I said, I've been on a big kick lately. So, Good. all right. So we're continuing on. Uh, this is number six. It's called Into the Fire: The Punishment. Uh, Into the Fire Part 1. So Darth Vader revealed the truth. He is Luke Skywalker's father, but Luke refused. Vader's called the dark side of the Force and escaped. This is like the prologue. Uh, Enraged, Vader tore through the galaxy on a quest of revenge against everyone who had Luke from him. Now he finally understands the truth about the death of Padme, the wife of the man Vader used to be. And Vader's master, Emperor Palpatine, is not pleased with Vader's rebellion. So he's on the Imperial Palace in Coruscant, and we left last off... or We last left off... With Palpatine uh, aware of Vader's stuff and saying, "Hey, we have you know, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to, we need to go back to fear for you." So they're at the top of the, uh, I think it's yeah, it looks like the yeah the oh the Imperial Palace, which I believe was the the Jedi Temple, correct? Yeah, yeah. They did make out of that. There's lightning shooting out of the top of it, and some of the uh, stormtroopers are like, "Whoa." And uh, Emperor Palpatine's like, oh, very good, Lord Vader. Are you doing the voice? I like it. I'm trying it. It made my throat a little scratchy last week. You are not so far gone that you forgot to defend yourself. And Vader's blocking the lightning with that. And Vader's like, why? Why do you? I'm not going to go too long um, with reading this. But why do you attack me, Master? And do not play games with me, Lord Vader. Tell him Grand Vizier. Instead, the dude with the the blue head with the weird things hanging out you were sent to bring skywalker to the dark side and vader's getting this shit kicked in he's remembering it you know he's kind of remembering the episode five battle because remember listeners this is post empire strikes back uh instead you let him escape and then you were summoned to report to your emperor instead you left on your own personal mission you discovered a cell of rebels led by a double of senator amidala whom you should have slaughtered instead you let her escape at best failure at worst treason and uh, Palpatine goes to the Grand Vizier. He goes, what do we do with traitors, Masamita? That's what his name is. Mm-hmm. We kill them, my lord. Hmm. And then uh, Masamita goes, guards? And uh, the guards start, like, poking him. Like, he's, like, like speaking of Jurassic Park, you know, when they were shocking the raptors. Oh, with yeah, the, the cattle zap prods, thing? yeah. The cattle prods. They were trying to go after him. And Vader starts fighting back. And um, as he's fighting back, Emperor Palpatine uh, force grabs his lightsaber. And after Sounds like a euphemism. 
hot. That's hot. This is taking me back to the, that Chappelle show skit. With <laughs> Where did the Jedi touch you? <laughs> Bad comment. Uh, he, 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 he takes his. <laughs> Force grabs his lightsaber. Oh, that sounds sexy. Yeah. Mm. I'm glad you guys caught it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he takes it. <laughs> and the emperor goes, continue. So. <laughs> Of course he does. Yeah. And the, the, Ooh, the, the, the guards, the Imperial guards just beat up Vader. Boy, how But Vader starts to fight back. He has to do a little hand-to-hand comp. comp. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> does, does he now? Yeah. Oh. And he, he pops one of the Imperial oh. guards with his, with, his, with his staff. Oh, now you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> now I am. And then Massimita pulls a gun to him, and, and Vader's like, fool. And then he starts to force choke him. And then uh, Emperor Palpatine's like, mm, good, good. <laughs> oh, daddy. And then Emperor Palpatine goes, oh, not enough. He starts force choking Darth Vader. Mm. So this is getting weird. What's, yeah, the, is. what's the safe word? And Vader's choking. <laughs> um you know, and Emperor Palpatine goes on this rant. But how could this be? You were the chosen one, were you not? Destined to bring balance to the Force. But who chooses the chosen one? And why could they have not chose another? You are but a tool, Lord Vader. <laughs> which can be discarded when it no longer functions. And Vader finally comes out and says, you, li- you, you lied to me. You told me that Padme had died. And uh, Palpatine, just being the evil asshole that he is, ha! You proved my point. It was your fear of losing Padme that brought you to my side. I turned your weakness into unimaginable strength. But now that weakness returns and threatens everything you gained. So let me teach you fear again to bring you back to power. Forget Padme. So he fudges him up. Uh, Palpatine blows up his arms and his legs. Oh, Oh, my God. What? Just destroys them. With the power of the force. Um, you know. So he's just like Will Ferrell in the Oblongs? <laughs> just a torso? Oh, it's it's bad. Yeah. Forget everything but your emperor. So he's just laying on there with his little nub legs uh, and his, his nub, one of his nub arms. Excuse me. He, they let him have one of his arms. Ugh. You must find yourself again, old friend. You must relearn the, prim- uh, the primacy of power above all else, or you must die. So... Palpatine flies Vader in his little his torso. His I body. like the way you say Palpatine. You say Palpatine. Palpatine. Like he's Palpatine. A, like he's <laughs> orange juice. Like yeah. <laughs> yes. Try my fresh squeeze, Palpatine. <laughs> now with seventy five percent more pulp, more pulp, <laughs> and dark side. Unlimited pulp. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they fly to Mustafar. Oh boy! And Palpatine leaves him by the river with his nubs, with his one arm. Christ. The last time you were broken, I found you and rebuilt you. 
Vader's screaming is starting to catch on fire. And Palpatine goes, this time you must rebuild yourself using nothing but your own strength. Man, is this Legends or canon? This is the Marvel Darth Vader. This is canon. canon. Jesus Christ, what? It's dark, man. Yeah, okay. And, uh... And Vader tries to get his lightsaber, and this uh, sounds like Dark Horse shit, dude. Like uh, that that old. Yeah, sorry, keep going. Right? No, I mean this is yeah, this is brand new Marvel. Wow. This came out in twenty twenty. Yeah, I, I haven't read this yet. This is good. This is a very good read. So Vader tries to would take his lightsaber to try and survive, um, but Palpatine steps on it and. Uh, Takes it, and Palpatine goes, if you try to tap into the Force, I will know, and this whole exercise will come to an end. And the entire time he's laying there on fire, his leg nubs are on fire, he's remembering Episode 3. Obi-Wan leaving him. Um, you know, Then he goes back to Episode 4 where he cuts Obi-Wan in half, and uh, Invader's just, he's, he's crawling. It's, it's a really, really cool panel. And you get the flashback of when Palpatine lands there, he's, he's alive. You know, you get that. So Palpatine's sitting there on the ship, and uh, he's chatting with Mas Amita, you know, and I think Mas goes, oh, heading for the ruins of the Techno Union installation. And Palpatine goes, ah, of course. And Mas Amita goes, that facility is filled with machinery resources. And Palpatine's like, good. And uh, Mas Amita goes, he wants to kill you, my lord. And Palpatine's like, oh, really? Is that his plan? Please, Grand Vizier, tell me more. And uh, Masamita goes, I, I, I meant no. Let me tell you my... And Palpatine goes, let me tell you my plan. I have turned his pain into fear and his fear into anger, but he has learned and forgotten those these lessons before. So this time I will send him a reminder through... Uh, I think the name is Achi of Bastoon. It's an assassin of the Sith, and I will turn his anger back to fear and his fear back to pain. Wait, what was that name again? Uh, is it Ochi or Achi? That's the of fucking. Uh, that's that piece of shit from uh, that killed Ray's parents. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is cool. That is cool. So, uh, yeah. So, and as many times as it takes. So, this guy, this this Achi of Bastoon, is going to be hunting uh, Darth Vader. I kind of want to finish this into the fire aspect of Vader before I completely move on from the story. Mm. This is actually getting really good. I like. It's going to be Vader crawling around Mustafar, which is a huge connection right there. But I, I'm enthralled in this book. This but is dude, very like, good storytelling. I've read it. Keep going. This is awesome. Is how it? did okay. Palpatine? How, I, <laughs> I gotcha. How did uh, How did Palpatine like look surprised when Vader picked him up and dropped him down that fucking shaft? Like. What a dick, man. Yeah, of course fucking Vader turned on him, man. That's the yeah. way of the Sith. He turned on his master. That's the way of the Sith. The I know, Sith I know. But at the same other. time, like, dude, like, this is... It such... adds to it. It's it's a fear thing, right? You yeah. know, we gotta... There's there's people who Stockholm get, like... Stockholm Syndrome. Stock, yeah, Stockholm Syndrome. There's people who get abused and stuff and are too afraid to kind of move on. And I think that's what Palpatine was kind of going from there. Yeah. You yeah. Know, this, 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 this man, this, you know, this kid who he mentored from nine years old onwards, he, he's got uh, yeah, the you mentality. You say he groomed him? Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> oh no. He force grabbed his lightsaber multiple he sure times. Sure did. So that is my book. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't want to go too deep into this, but I'm going to continue. Yeah, uh, please, it's a good read. Too. So it's very good. Yeah. So yeah. All right, Micah. I took a page out of Will's book. I'm uh, dipping into Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but this is actually part two. A while back, Will gave us. Uh, 
a, a little taste of the the Batman Ninja Turtles uh, uh, crossover here, and that was where the turtles ended up. There was like a, they're they're in different worlds, right? Yes, uh, like a multiverse thing, and they end up in Gotham. Uh, Shredder, the Foot Clan, and everything like that, and that's where Shredder kind of becomes the head of Gotham. Is it, am I right with this? And he paired up with Ra's al Ghul. Yes, correct. Okay, uh, so uh, and it was uh, Shredder was imprisoned. And Raza Ghul kind of was kicked out of his his uh, his clan, his people. Is yeah. that, that how it ended? Uh, okay, so this is this is part two. This is I want to say like a year after those events. Uh, it starts with a guy running up from a subway, <laughs> and he's got his cell phone out. He's going, "I need the police." Nine one one. What's your emergency? The lights, the, the lights, they went out. I was in the subway, and the lights they cut out. I couldn't see anything. <sighs> Sir, if this is a maintenance issue, no, god damn it, I'm trying to explain, trying to tell you what I saw. It was like some kind of a demon. It was draped in shadow and the voice, oh god, its voice it just didn't sound human. It told me to run. It told me that it was saving me and then and then, and then it said something that just sent a chill right down my penis. I didn't understand. I could still hear what he said to me ringing out. Uh, what did it say? And then we cut to the Ninja Turtles, who are driving on these really sweet hover bikes going at 80 miles an hour. And uh, you just hear, Gawabunga! And Ralph is going, uh, hey, Mikey, is that, uh, to me, uh, by the way, Raphael's voice is going to be Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> Makes sense. Hey, yo, Mikey, is it really time for a snack? Well, you know what the ancient proverb says about pizza on a bagel, bro. Hey, yo, that's a freaking commercial, eh? Uh, and then you got uh, Donatello over here. Uh, um, guys, remember what I said about focusing when riding highly dangerous experimental machinery at 80 miles per hour? Uh, so they're they're riding on these, like, sweet things that, that Donnie designed. Uh, and then we get to, uh, uh, Kai, uh, is it pronounced Kyra? Uh, yeah, Kyra, right? Will? Who? Ki- uh, Ky- Kyra? Ky- K-A-R-A-I, Shredder's daughter. Oh, um... Am I pronouncing that right? Why am I drawing a blank? Kyra. Uh, I'm going to call her Kyra. Okay. Uh, You are not fit to lead us, Kyra. The foot can belongs to the elite guard now. Surrender and proclaim us it's as It's Karai. Karai. Damn it. Thank you. Yeah. I don't uh, know why I was drawing was, a blank I there. know. That was actually bugging me, too, because I know I was fucking saying it wrong. Uh... So basically, she's getting usurped here by her uh, by her clan peeps. Uh, they end up uh, uh, f- fucking her up, and uh, they kick her out of a window, and they land right into Mikey's. Uh, she lands right into Mikey's arms, and uh, yo, Kyra, need a lift? Michelangelo, Ka- damn it, Ka- yo, Karai, need a lift? Michelangelo, uh, and that's uh, they uh, they kind of square off. And uh, Mikey's all like, whoa, 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 I thought we were pals. Uh, well, maybe we're not pals, but, you know, I thought, like, we're done trying to kill each other and all that. And she's, like, super mean to him and all. And he's like, you turtles started this mess when you returned from that other dimension and threw Shredder in prison. What did you think was going to happen? Uh, let's see here. And then uh, you got the, uh, the other Ninja Turtles are fucking up these clan peeps. Uh and then you got, uh, yeah, see, Donatello, I'm sorry, Leo and Raphael are messing them up. Uh, 
meanwhile, uh, in the subway track here, uh, let's see. Donatello charges up a uh, he charges up like this sweet taser gun uh, on the subway tracks, and he explains that it's 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 only a fraction of uh, the power. Uh, let's see. I only have a fraction of the power to charge this taser rifle I designed last night. One hit, and you'll be out for hours. Who wants to go first? And these uh, these ninja guys, they fuck him up. They're like, we're not the clan. We're uh, ninja elite. Uh, and uh, they fuck Donatello up something fierce. And uh, they're about to kill him. Like, totally, like, about to kill Donatello. He's just kind of crawling like Ric Flair on his hands and knees. And then saved. Boom! Who comes down there? Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael. They saved Donatello's uh, nerdy ass. And then uh, we cut to uh, we cut to Gotham. Uh, we go from uh, New York City. We switch over to Gotham, and you have a ninja scaling a building. Uh, gets inside this lair, drops to his knees, and says, uh, "I, I, master, they're moving." And then you hear, "Master, hmm, I kind of like the sound of that." What you're you're not? And Batman shows up behind him. Uh, the person that's in the throne that is supposed to be, you know, Ra's al Ghul or whoever, uh, is uh, Rokusaki. <laughs> is uh, Robin? Oh, uh, let's wrong. see. Uh, and then you hear, you got Batman here. He's got this ninja yoked up against the wall. 47 minutes ago, there was a massive breakout at Arkham Asylum. It was made to look like a riot, started by inmates, but I found trace smoke powder used by the League of Assassins. I know Ra's al Ghul was involved. And now you're talking about a pit under the city? Tell me everything. <laughs> uh... Christian Bailey, your heart out. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, The ninja just spills the beans right away. He spills the beans, spills his ass, spills his his piss, and he just straight up goes, Oh, God, yeah, there's a Lazarus pit hidden deep under Gotham. Our master, he kept it hidden for years. Uh, Why would the League want someone new to use it? Uh, the faction of the League believes Raza Ghul proved himself too weak to lead them after he partnered with the Bladed Man from another world and lost. Referring to when Shredder and Raza Ghul teamed up, uh, they were like, that's dumb. He lost. And they're just like, we want someone worthy to take a bath in that sweet Lazarus pit. Uh, and uh, Batman has Robin pull up an image from the inside of a certain cell, and that certain cell is demolished to shit. Uh, and Bat- uh, Robin's over there. Oh, Father, this is going to get very bad, isn't it? Hmm. We need to move fast. Uh, so they take off. We go back down to the Ninja Turtles underground layer. Casey Jones is stitching up old Donnie there. Donnie's feeling real shitty about himself because, uh, you know, he almost died and his brothers had to come and save him. Uh, April's down there. They got a little banter going back and forth. Uh, and eventually uh, there's some stuff back and forth, whatever. And the guys, they even chime in to be like, yeah, Donnie's not a, hey, you know, Donnie's not the best fighter, but hey, fuck it. He makes cool shit. Uh and then Donatello, he uh, he goes uh, knocking on Master Splinter's door. He's like, Master Splinter, uh, come in, son. What troubles you? Uh, and uh, Donatello just basically slams. I got my fucking shell kicked in like a real piece of shit. And uh, he's like, I know I'm smart, but I'm, you know, I, I can't fucking hold my own. Uh, 
And uh, Shredder, I'm sorry, Splinter, he's all like, hey, don't, don't uh, uh, he's like, don't worry about it, whatever. And uh, there's some stuff going back and forth. And Donatello reads it all the wrong way. And uh, he uh, he comes up with this idea to send Batman a message. He's like, I gotta sh- I gotta send Batman a message. Uh, so we get back to Batman here. Uh, Damn him, all the times we faced each other. All the Lazarus pits I destroy. And he's kept one hidden right under my nose. Uh, and they're, they're underneath these tunnels, uh, underground Gotham. And uh, uh, they're getting deeper, deeper, deeper. And Batman goes, what's that sound? Activate night vision. Uh and you got a bunch of those uh, bat ninja things attacking him. Uh, and then we cut back to New York City. We got uh, Donatello walking around in a fucking trench coat and a fedora. No one could tell it's him. Uh, and he uh, goes to a brick wall. Will, do you know anything about this brick wall uh, that Donatello has? That he just beep, 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 and it opens up, and it's this whole, like, sweet lab he has. Was that in the, was that in the original? No. Uh, in the first one? Okay. So he has this uh, uh this sweet fucking uh fucking uh, uh lab here and uh he's talking about like he's like, Yeah, you know, so uh yeah, how do I use this alien technology to send a message to one person who's going to clear my mind? Hmm. Uh okay, I just need to target his uh genetic signature and we cut back to, to Gotham under under Gotham. Uh Robin's getting his fucking getting fucking asked ass asses blasted by these fucking uh these bat demon thingies. Uh he falls down a flight of stairs. He finds the Lazarus pit. Batman takes care of these fuck faces, and he goes down. And uh, and uh, you hear laughing. You hear ha 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 ha, and you think, oh, okay, cool, Joker, right? And uh, next, next we get uh, we go back to Donatello. All right, uh, Donatello's in this lab here. But oh, that that League of Ninja assholes. Uh, they find out where he is, and they start finding him in there, and uh, he's just like, no, 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 get back! This machine is really fucking dangerous! Get get, get back! And then we cut back to Gotham again, uh, where uh, uh, Batman's like, the Ninja Mad Bats, they began to flee <laughs> when they heard the laughing. <laughs> uh, we're too late, Father. You know what that laughter means. <laughs> the Lazarus Piss, it drives men mad with rage and power. Bane. I'm sorry. Your Batman voice is spectacular. <laughs> Thanks, man. Remember, didn't you send like a, so like a metal, like a death yeah, metal? Yeah, yeah, bat, bat metal. Bat metal. That's kind of what I'm going for. Okay. There. Yeah. I, if that was what you're, okay, amazing. I'm sorry to cut you out. No, you're fine. So he finds that it's Bane rising up out of the Lazarus piss. So that's that's. I keep saying piss by accident. The Lazarus, Lazarus piss. piss. Uh, so he it kind of looks like piss if you drink too much Surge Cola. Surge. Surge. Uh, Surge. What a good cola. Oh, man. Those commercials are great. Uh, uh, so then you got Bane rising up out of the green liquid. There's a demon offered you this power before and you rejected it. What I feel now is not madness. That is madness. 
It's all clear now. My entire life, I've lived in a prison of my body. The prison of my mind had made me strong, Batman. Stronger than any man who ever lived. He goes on for a while like this. It's actually fucking like, dude, stop monologuing. Shut the fuck up. Uh, and also, I cannot take Bane seriously ever again after Harley Quinn's cartoon. Oh, I know. It ruined Bane, but also made him great at the same time. Yeah. It showed another side of Bane. Uh, so we get back to uh, Donatello, and uh, uh, it's, it's, it, he's fighting these guys, and all of a sudden, uh, instead of the message, Donatello gets zapped to Gotham, and then Bane gets zapped to New York City, and uh, you get Batman there going, oh, Donatello? Uh, Batman, is that really you? Uh, fuck uh, and then uh, I heard that this happened. One minute I was fighting this big asshole, and then all of a sudden you showed up. Uh, and uh, Donatello's like, dude, I was trying to send you a message. The machine's short-circuited, uh, so I'm here. This kind of weird, right? Uh, uh, it's lucky you weren't standing any closer. Otherwise, we probably would have swapped places. Sorry, were you guys, like, in the middle of something? And you got Bane. Do I not? I- <laughs> I'm sorry. I do not understand. Where am I? What is this place? Uh, and then you got the, the guys are just like, you're in the domain of the true foot clam. You will not escape. Well, prison then. Very well. Let's begin. I'm sure Bane just ripped everyone in half like fucking juggernaut. And then you get back to uh, Raza Ghoul. Batman pays him a little visit. And uh, greetings, detective. I was wondering when you would find me. To sail into lobby to fix the May fog, a dinosaur discovered in China at the turn of the century. The sleeping demon. They say riddles help keep an aging mind at work. As I'm sure you've heard, I've been forced into an early retirement. Why not leave Gotham and miss? The show? Ha <laughs> ha! Never. And uh, he's just, uh, he's like, my usurper is nowhere to be found. Uh, and he just explains, you know, Bane and, uh, 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 you know, he's like, I, I, I could never control Bane since he was born. You know, I wanted to recruit him, but he's such a dick. Um, and uh, he, uh, he helps Batman by handing him a special gun. And Batman's like, why would you help me? Uh, Bane unleashed in a world where the only heroes are a handful of teenage mutant ninja turtles. I might as well rid myself of two rivals when I'm given the chance. Uh, and, uh, so it goes from that to, uh, then we got, uh, Robin, Donatello, they're riding motorcycles. Uh, they're going through these tunnels in, uh, in Gotham. And then all of a sudden they realize it's getting kind of icy and then all oh, shit. There's Mr. Freeze in a fucking freeze tank. Oh, my God. Oh, that's cool. And uh, there you have part one, my friends, of Batman Ninja Turtles. Very interesting. That freeze tank looked cool. Oh, you were following along? Yeah. Yeah, that freeze tank's pretty sweet, dude. I mean, I'm excited to see what uh, what that's all. Well, about. I mean, I've seen the the picture of it from. Oh, I thought you had. Uh, I thought you had it pulled. No, up or no, something. I've yeah. seen the picture of it. Mister Freeze is one of my. It, it's like Riddler. Then Mister Freeze are my favorite Batman villains. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. 
Yeah, that's cool. Wow, what a yeah, what a dark horse, uh, Mister Freezes. Especially have like as your favorite. He's got a he's got a cool like you might kind of want to pull him to the light side kind of vibe to him sometimes. Totally, he's got a sympathetic man. backstory. So well, yeah, man. Yeah. Like you know, plus like huge fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, dude. You need to chill. Cheated. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he paid a bunch of money to keep that costume. Or something like that. Something along those lines. When honestly, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Walk off with it. Walk yeah. off with it while you're smoking Who's a cigar. Tell you no, right? Exactly. Ryan Reynolds walked off with the Deadpool costume. Like fuck, man. <laughs> right. I feel Joel Schumacher's set was pretty loose, loosey goosey, real loose, just like Missy Hyatt. Well, you know, they sanctioned that kind of buffoonery on those sets. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> so uh, my book today was like it was like an aberration, right? Like I'm in the comic book shop, I'm looking at some stuff, and you know I see this book, and I'm a '90s kid, bright colors, neons, biggity boom, I love it. Look at this artwork. Tell me that doesn't pull you right in. It's right the fuck crush, away. I mean, one, it's Lobo. It's Crush and Lobo. Now, Crush but, is yeah. Lobo's daughter. Now, Crush has I... got bodacious curves on this cover for days. And Lobo's chest is chiseled out of granite with just, it's peppered, peppered with just the appropriate amount of chest what hair. fucking mind, Brazzer shit is going to happen? Last here. time we heard from Lobo here on the panel discussion, he was killing elves. He was killing elves <laughs> and he <laughs> fucked Santa up hard. He did. Yeah. So I read this book. And, you know, uh, it's not the greatest book, but I figure with everything going on this month, it was perfect for today uh, to celebrate Pride Month, to celebrate Father's Day. It it killed two birds with one stone, biggity-bam, crushing Lobo. One of eight. This was just released last week on Wednesday. So it starts off, we we get a full panel shot of Crush uppercutting some guy. Uh... She's introducing herself. She goes, hey, this is just a flashback because it looks great. It's kind of Deadpool-esque. She's talking to the viewer. She's saying, you know, I'm just kicking the shit out of some guy. This is a great way to introduce myself. (laughs) Um, Let's flash forward, shall we? And this is, after I saw that, I'm like, okay, let let me skim through this book. And uh, she is in a back alley that looks like something out of uh, Blade Runner. And she's fighting these alligator goat creatures. And she's fighting... Alligator goat creature? Yeah, alligator goat creatures. And and what I would describe as Krang from the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, it looks yeah, like... Totally. Yeah, totally. That's yeah. just Krang. Definitely yeah. Play. Yeah. 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 So she's just beating the shit out of them. Uh, you know, and, and uh, you know, she kicks their ass. Um... She kicks up, kicks the shit out of four, not one, not two, not three, but four alligator goat creatures. And then she looks at the crane and she says, now it's your turn. I told you if I saw you again and, you know, Krang, I'm just going to call him Krang because it's Krang. <laughs> Don't take another step. I'm powerful. Being and I will I destroy you. And then, you know, Crush, she says, it's better when you threaten me. Makes this a whole lot easier when I kick the shit out of you. So she literally just throws him up in the air, and uh, who's a good punter, Matt? Oh, man. Who's the best Mark, punter? George C. Scott. Marquette King was pretty good. Pat McAfee was pretty good. Let's go Pat McAfee because the wrestling connection. She punts the shit out of crying like <laughs> Pat McAfee, and away he goes. 
So all of a sudden, Crush, you know, she's in a relationship. She gets a text message from her girlfriend. Oh, shit, she forgot her birthday. That's her girlfriend, Kate. She's all crap, 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 crap. Guys, we've all been there. We forget things that are girlfriends, wives, what have you tell us to do. Absolutely. She's riding this Akira-looking red motorcycle through the streets. Oh, dope. She's like, on my way, on my way, on my way. She screeches to a halt, and she arrives at this big-ass tent party. Now, Kate seems to be a little uh, high-maintenance, if you ask me. She's one of those, it's my birthday. Gotta celebrate the whole week. Gotta have uh, a big shindig. You're not that important. Must you be slipped, a Leo. You slipped out of your mother's vagina like the rest of us. Your mother did all the work. Let's be honest. So, Crush walks up to this big tent parade. It kind of looks like the tent uh, marriage in Harry Potter. With what was that? Bill and Floor? Any Harry Potter fans here? No? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. tent part. It's a big tent. So, she's introduced to... Kate's friends, they're they're gushing over her. She's wearing kind of like a Huey Lewis in the News piano key necktie. I like it. She's wearing a a, a pink and black, um, I guess it, it kind of looks like a varsity coat. Uh, Crush is wearing that. She's got, you know, her hair flipped to the side. So she walks up to the tent. I don't know who's there to greet her. Well, how lovely to see you. They're Kate's parents. Uh, one guy kind of looks like Hugh Hefner. The other one kind of looks like uh, Doris Leachman. And she goes, hey, you're the Kate's parents. Um, and uh, you you must be Tasha. Actually, my name's Crush, she says. Uh, as in like to destroy or just like smush it politely. And then she accidentally backs up into the cake for the party. Oh, no, goodness gracious. But guess who saves it? Her girlfriend, Kate. She grabs the cake. She says, you're late. She goes, yeah, I know I'm late. But all of a sudden, what comes on the radio? It's her favorite song. So they go to dance. They're having a good time dancing away. They're kind of like, uh, what's that called? Mosh pitting? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah mosh, sure. They're, they're mosh pitting. You know, it's cute. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> something's happening. What's going on? It's pink gases everywhere. <laughs> And then pink asses, pink gas, yeah, gas. Pink, pink, pink gas, and 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 Crush goes, uh oh, you know that's the thing with the Teen Titans, they they made us quarantine after every interaction with an alien being. Maybe it's, and she's thinking back, it's probably when I punted Krang across the goddamn block. <laughs> Some kind of alien gas is infesting this this tent of birthday. Oh no, heavens to Betsy. Everybody's coughing and sneezing and hacking and not keeping six feet of distance. Nobody's wearing masks. Governor Cuomo would be very disappointed. Crush says, I shouldn't have come. She goes, what are you talking about? Well, you know, I, I might have brought some of this gas with me on my last adventure when I was kicking the shit out of Crane. And Kate's kind of upset. She's like, you destroyed my birthday, but you, you got to stay and I'm not blaming you. And, you know... Crush kind of seems like a bitch because she just leaves. Like, that's just dumb. dumb. You're just digging your own grave. So she goes and she's putting herself in self-quarantine, which Governor Cuomo would be happy about. Yeah. And uh, we get um, several days later and we get somebody knocking on the door. It's Red Arrow from the Teen Titans. She wants to know how Crush is doing. She lets her in. She's cooking some coffee is is, uh, Crush. And, uh, you know, that's when we get a little backstory of Crush here. I I didn't know it, but uh, she goes, you didn't mention your dad. What's going on with him? And her dad's Lobo. He's her birth dad. (laughs) 
And uh, this is what you need to know, she says. Uh, she says, this is Crush's backstory. These are the parents I grew up with, and it looks like just two average schmoes. Her dad's got a sweet mustache. Um, they spent a lot of the time doing things that I would get them arrested and get and, and, and uh, would be getting them arrested. And this is my biological dad, Lobo, the living nightmare, a murderer, and a bounty hunter. Everybody needs a vocation. He's also killed every other Carsvarian in the universe. So she's like, her and Lobo are the last two of her species. And in the end, yeah, it's not Pride or Prejudice, okay, but Pride and Prejudice, yeah, it's a book, you know? It's a long book. It's not that good. It's We learn it's Kate's, her, her girlfriend's favorite book, whatever. So basically her parents, they got arrested a lot, and her biological father, Lobo, we all know about him. He kills Santa Claus. He yeah, kills elves. He does some crazy shit. So, you know, she gets a message from Lobo. He's in jail. And he's saying that, you know, he's been seeing a therapist and uh, he wants to know if Crush will come down and visit him. Talk to this therapist. They talk to kids who've been through, you know, these terrible deadbeat parents. He says, I think it'll help you. I think it'll help me. Come on down. And then uh, this is where Red Arrow points out, you know, they're sitting in her apartment, Crush's apartment. She goes, how many travel mugs do you have for coffee? She yeah. goes, it's kind of a metaphor. You're. You're always on the go. You're never at home. You're never comfortable. And that kind of resonates with Lobo, or Crush, sorry, rather. And uh, she decides, hey, I'm going to go to prison, and I'm going to see my dad and see this therapist and try to work some shit out. And, um, yeah, it ends with uh, Lobo hoping that his daughter comes down to visit him. This this robot who's like the warden's like, yeah, your daughter answered the message, and she's on her way. And he says, fingers crossed. And uh, we get some internal monologue from uh, Crush, and it says, you know, okay, that's the end of this issue. Uh, what do you want from me, a parade or something? You know, thanks for reading, and I'll see you whenever the next one comes out. I'm not responsible for when these hit the hit the sand. So <laughs> um, it just kind of killed two birds with one stone. I'm kind of curious and intrigued. The character looks awesome. Is this a new pickup you had? This is a new pickup. Okay. Uh, character looks awesome. Um, I'm intrigued where it goes. Yeah. I love Lobo. Um, I like the idea of him, him having a daughter. I never realized that. I, I didn't, didn't know this either, and I uh, like Lobo. Yeah, apparently yeah. she's she's been in Teen Titans for a little while now. Um, so oh, this is kind of her big uh, coming out party. Okay, um, if you will, her solo issue with Lobo. I I I, I kind of like I saw Lobo that drew me to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the bright colors, the artwork's great. So I figured I'd give it a shot. And like I said, it's, it's a dysfunctional father. Happy Father's Day to those out there. Hey, um, look at that. Crush, is, uh, she's got a girlfriend. Happy Pride Month to those out there. So I thought, you know, kills two birds, one stone. God, I'm here for it. So, I'm here for it. So hot. So this is a this is a. Br- I mean, you said it's a new release, but it this just is, came this out. Is, Wednesday. This is the first this, issue. This is the first issue. First issue, okay. first issue of eight. So well, that's I'll, exciting, man. I'll, I'll keep reading along. Yeah, see where the story do. goes. Yeah, please do. But all right, everybody. Very good. That is a wrap on this episode of the panel discussion. We thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. And uh, in closing, now this is podcasting. Yeah. <laughs>